Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Simon and Matthew, how are you? Good. God, I am inspired. Mm. I've just been watching the Supermodels documentary on Apple TV. Okay. Have you seen it? No, who's in this? Oh, God. The Supermodels. But who are the... Like, is it like The original. Oh, God, you're... Fuck. Oh, God. Just don't. Oh, God. (laughs) What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, Oh, no. Okay, Tara Banks. Firstly, her name's Tyra. Oh, what? (laughs) Who's Tara Banks? She sounds like some mole you went to school with. No. Well, whatever. Tyra, no, Who? but Tyra would know that you're being an idiot. Stop talking. No, these supermodels, and this is what is so great about this show, it's like no fucking around. There's no, 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 there's no Tyra Banks. No, we're not being stupid. We're not pretending anybody else is a supermodel. Sorry, everyone. I know everyone calls themselves supermodels. Like on Instagram or... Oh, mate. Right. Kate Moss isn't even in this. They're like, no, mate. No, we're not joking. Oh, okay. okay? Kate Moss is is the... Is, she oh, is... God, don't. Didn't, so, I think so I who, asked you to stop talking. But then who is a supermodel? Christy, Cindy, Linda, Naomi, full stop. So... D- I've got no... But, give me a last that, name. Oh, God. They're the supermodels. Christy Turlington. Linda Evangelista. Oh, my God. She's my absolute favourite. Naomi Campbell. Na- I know her. Yep. Oh, good. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to... I and Cindy Crawford. Sh- 
Cindy Crawford. Oh, my God. They are the supermodels. Right. They are it. What makes them supermodels? They were the originals. Right. They were it. They were the ones and then it, that was it and then every other mole who'd ever competed in a competition <laughs> at Target went, I'm a supermodel. <laughs> no, you ain't. You ain't, but you ain't. What's that TV show where um, Sarah Murdoch fucked up the- Oh, my God. Australia's Next Top Model. So what? what is that? That was the best thing that ever happened. What about when she announced the wrong oh, winner? Yeah. And then she said, this is exactly what she said. She said- no, what, let's, play, let's play it. Let's play let's it. Let's play it because there might be people over the seas that have never seen this, because, right? Because it's an Australian TV show. Well, it started with America's Next Top Model. That's Tyra Banks. Because yeah. Tyra, listen, Tyra was a great model. Yeah. And she'd be the first to say, yeah, believe me, she'd be the first to say I was a great model. Mm. But she would also be the first to say I wasn't a supermodel. They were these specific girls. Mm. And you got to call them girls. Even though they're women, they still call themselves girls and then they correct themselves and call themselves women. Oh, my God, I love them so much and this mm. documentary is so great. So then, like RuPaul's Drag Race, Next Top Model was franchised out around the world and mm. there was a version everywhere. And there was Australia's Next Top Model and Sarah Murdoch hosted it. And then she said... Um, this is great. This is so good. When she announced the wrong winner and then she had to come back and announce the right winner and this is what she said. And Australia's Next Top Model for 2010 is... It's you, Kelsey. Oh my God, I don't know what to say right now. I'm feeling a bit sick about this. No, I'm so sorry about this. Oh my God. I'm... I don't know what to say. This is not, this was a complete accident. I'm so sorry. It's Amanda. I'm so sorry. It was fed to me wrong. It's all right. It's okay, Sarah. Oh, God. It's okay. This is what happens when you have live TV, folks. I'm so sorry. It's this okay. is This is it's insane. Fine. Insane, insane, insane. It's all right. Insane, 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 insane. Yeah. What would you do though? I, I, I'd probably do that. Yeah, because you'd be so embarrassed, wouldn't you? Because it was live. live. <laughs> it was live. Yeah. And she was a really good host. Yeah. She was an excellent host. It's not. It, it's no reflection on her as a host. Totally. She was a great host of the series. It's some dumb fuck with the envelope. Oh my god! And she was a great host of that live event. Mm. So it really no shade. It was just like, what do you do? Not to mention she was probably less concerned about the live TV audience and more concerned about the fact that it, it was in Sydney in front of so many people she knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so many assholes she knew, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she would be thinking, oh, no. I would have loved to have been backstage oh, in her green room God, when it's all finished, right? She knows it's over. It's all happened. Oh, she would have been Lachlan, fire up the yacht. I want to get the fuck out of here. But there would have been that knock on the door oh. and it would have been from the person that probably fucked it up just to go and apologise. No. And then, or do you think they just ran? I <laughs> don't they think just they got out of the opera house. would have been allowed near her. I think yeah. they were on a water taxi. <laughs> A harbour taxi out of there. <laughs> I don't think they were allowed near Mrs Murdoch. Yeah, well. That night. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I shouldn't think so, no. And I think Lachlan just pulled that yacht up to the bloody steps at the back of that opera house. <laughs> you can't even do that. Yeah, he, he, he can. He can. He, he can. can. Yeah, I'd be an yeah, idiot. Yeah. 
But uh, no, look, so no. the supermodels, the real supermodels. Oh my god, it reminded me. It's like I'd forgotten how much I loved and continue to love these women. This is my wheelhouse. I love these women like mm. you will never know. These were my. You're gonna have to explain why. I, I, I'm I know not I can't it. because they were just everything in that moment. So. They were already, they were gaining fame. They were incredibly beautiful. I never had money to buy magazines, but fortunately I worked in the shop across the road from my house. Mm-hmm. So I got to read the magazines while I was, remember I told you I worked in the shop and I was when I was 13 when Doug, the guy who owned it, was at the races. Yeah. And, um, and so I was looking at the magazines, pouring over them, looking at these beautiful fashion models and bit by bit these same Really, there was a broader group, but these same four were just always there in everything, in all the big designers' clothes. And Linda Evangelista was always my favourite. Short hair, always different colours, and just the most exquisite creature I've ever seen in my life. And they often did shoots together. Then, of course, George Michael put out the Freedom 90 video and they were the girls in the video. Mm. And then after that... Gianni Versace did a show and he put all of those four girls down the runway to that song and it was just a cultural moment and they became the supermodels, the girls. Mm. And from that moment on they all took it and ran with it and it's such a, a great documentary because it it shows the context of everything and not only does it tell us who they were beforehand and what great individuals they are, which is how it's how people become icons, you know. You have to remember, yes, there's luck. Mm. Yes, there's cultural zeitgeist. But there's also these individuals like Linda wanted to be a model from when she was a little girl. She really chased it and dreamed it and wanted to do it. Cindy Crawford, fascinating story. Her, she came up in this sort of really... Uh, I was going to say basic family, but what I mean by that is Midwestern family. She lost her little brother to a a cancer when when she was a little kid. That was their family story, that her little brother got sick and died of cancer. Right. Can you imagine the whole family just devastated? Destroyed, yeah. Destroyed. Mm. Naomi Campbell never knew her father, never met her father. Her mother was, I think, 15 when she had her. So she had this gaping hole inside of her her whole life of abandonment and um, she was also a dance kid so she was incredibly ambitious and loved to dance she was a little performer and and then Christy Turlington was always really grounded and still is she's the only one who shows up for her interviews wearing jeans with a grey strip in her hair Ah, she's the only one I don't know. Like the other three, you I know would their know names. Her face. Yeah, sh- right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was always the Calvin Klein eternity lady. She was like, you would know her, but there's never been any controversy. She's mm. never said or done anything under the radar. Yeah, but mm. you would definitely know her face. Yeah, right. The other thing you find out, like you know how we all think, oh Naomi, you're so fun, you're so crazy, you're such a fucking angry bitch throwing your phone at people and all that, mm. and. You realise, you learn the context of like the racism. Yeah. The really basic racism sure. she fought. Yep. Which was things like she wasn't get just not getting booked. Like she's a supermodel. She's mm. doing the music video. She's doing the catwalk shows and stuff. But she's still the only one without a major makeup contract, for example. Mm-hmm. She's the only one without... Um, she's not getting booked to do all the runway shows because they're going, oh, we don't really use black girls for autumn. 
Are they saying that or, yeah. is, or are they saying that? They're saying... They're, say, they're being that blunt. That's and their that's, excuse. Right. Well, or I, I thought they may be... She may be asking for it or she may be going... And, they, and they're just coming up with every excuse under the sun. It's, oh, we just can't fit you in. No, or, this was so before, they're saying that this to was her fucking face. Before she was difficult. Before they said... Fucking hell. She's difficult. This is when she was younger. They were saying, no, either... Oh, no, we don't use black girls for autumn. Or wow. sometimes they'd go, oh, we've already got a black girl. Whoa. This is bef- when she was younger. This is what this is where the anger, of course, it makes, it makes a lot of sense bubbling up yeah, from. Yeah. And the other girls who, who they were all best friends, Linda and Christy, started saying, "You know what? I'm not doing your show unless you book her." That's great. Yeah, so I they like really stuck together. Mm. Then Naomi signed with a, a new agent with Elite Modeling Agency. There were two big agencies, and she signed with Elite. And here she is talking about this was when this where this story came from really blew up that oh Naomi's crazy she's angry she's difficult this is what happened to Naomi when her new agent took her to get a big makeup contract this was the big deal for these girls this is where you get to sit back relax a bit they're worth millions of dollars and you don't have to work as much it was hard to be an outspoken black woman. And I definitely got the cane for it many times. I left Ford and went to Elite. John Casablancas took me to Revlon once, and so they wanted to sign me under contract. But when they told me what they wanted to pay me, I said no in front of the whole room. I said, I get paid that in Tokyo in one day. Why would I take that for a contract for a year? And my counterparts had told me what they were getting, so they told me, don't you take anything less. So I was just like, no, I don't want this, sorry. So John got very embarrassed and then decided to call me difficult. And he then decided he was going to go to the press and say I was difficult, that he fired me. First of all, let's get this clear. Models cannot get fired. We are self-employed, sponsored by our agencies. Your previous agent was not very complimentary about No, he was very undignified. He got very nasty, which I personally felt that it was just exploitation because he knows my name would be printed in the paper and it would be a big press thing for elite. But um, I have nothing to say to him. I think his behavior was totally undignified. That stigma of his words and his statement to the press messed my work up for many, many years. I've heard crazy, I've heard nightmare, I've heard difficult. I was called difficult because I opened my mouth, period. Wow. Yeah, I know. Poor little Nay. So baby Omi, the other girls call her because she was younger than them, a little bit younger when she turned up. She's 16 when she turned up modelling with them and they were like 20. I love that they were. At 20, they're still young. So young. But they're smart enough to say, no, this is what we're getting. Go and fight for yes. this, right? Like I love that they're, they're that smart at that age to well, go Well, this was a little bit later, though, but they were still like 22. Yeah, young. Right? They were so young, young. And they were starting to come into their own and starting to realise we got some power here. Yeah. We've got some, you know, we're getting famous and we're selling magazines. They were starting to be on the covers of all the Vogue's. And all of that stuff. And and then when George Michael made them superstars and they acknowledged that, that things just went crazy from that point and they started to feel powerful. It's so interesting watching this documentary because at first everyone's celebrating them, like Anna Winter, who is still the big, you know, editor of Vogue, and a, a lot of the designers, Karl Lagerfeld, 
they're all being interviewed going, oh, yes, it's the age of the supermodel and it's amazing, it's exciting, you know, they are the superstars of our age and uh, when they're walking, everyone's so excited. Two years later, maybe, they're going, oh, well, you know, I think the the age of the supermodel is just over. It's just got crazy. They got too full of themselves. They got too arrogant, you know, because, well, no. They Difficult just, or all right. of these words. that Yeah, because they're not going to be able to make money off them in some way. And or- because they, they realised they had power. So mm. they started saying no to things and they started saying, I'm not doing that unless Naomi comes. Mm. I'm not doing that unless I'm paid which, properly. Which they are entitled to yes. say because they are, like they've said, they are the ones who generate the income with the sponsorships. It. But it's funny how that name difficult we, – we speak about this a lot, right, yeah. uh, both on the podcast and, and mm. off air a lot. But the word difficult seems to get thrown around a lot in the entertainment industry – as soon as someone works out they can't make money or they, or they, they can't they, can't, control they can't get a piece of the money. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Like they can't I, I find, them. and I hope this is okay to say, mm. but I find um, managers, uh, so I might be ruining the opportunity for managers to come near the podcast <laughs> and things like that, but I find them really, they're parasites, right? Yeah. Like they're taking a chunk of someone's money or agents yeah. for what? Well, certainly I've lived through the experience of, you know, when your million dollar job ends, suddenly you can't get a phone call returned from your manager. It's like, now is when I need you. That's you. That's, this is the time. That's yeah. why you've been paid to I build a asked, career. I haven't asked you for anything for mm. years mm. when I've been paying you a percentage of that big job because yeah. I was too tired yeah. to ask for anything. Mm. And now that I actually need, need something, suddenly you're not available mm. and I can't get a call returned. Mm. So. so managers need not apply. No, thank you. You know what those girls were doing, though, those supermodels at this time when they were super famous? They started doing shows for young designers for free. Fantastic. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. They started yeah. doing shows for young designers who they liked, whose work they liked. They'd go, if you were friends with Christy Turlington, she'd go, I'll do your show. Because mm. she knew, again, that she would bring the attention and she'd ring up her girlfriend, Linda Evangelista, and go, hey, I'm doing this show in Paris for this mm. kid. He's a sweetheart and I really like his clothes mm. and he could do with the attention. And Linda would go, okay, I'm not doing anything that night. She'd come and do it. Naomi would come and do it. All of a sudden, he's got supermodels wearing his clothes. He's in Vogue. The TV cameras are there. They made superstars. Mm. You know, they made Anna Sui. They made these designers superstars mm. out of the just angelic goodness of their hearts because they believed in the art form. Mm. And they knew what they had and they wanted to use it for good. So that's what these horrible, toxic, spoiled bitches were actually doing sure. at the time, right? Everyone needs to dive a bit deeper when they hear that someone yes. is difficult or they're you know, all, all. someone needs to look a little bit deeper into why that person's been called that. So much. And here is my angel girl. You're going to love this. My Linda, Linda Evangelista. Look, she, in a way, this is a tragic, she's kind of our tragic heroine in this show, but look, it, it's a beautiful arc. Um but she was without a doubt, I think, the the princess of the piece back in the day, right? She she married her agent. It turned out to be an abusive, horrible relationship, which, of course, no one knew at the time. Most recently, she's sort of popped up again because she disappeared for a long time. All these other women have had their own either mm. charities or their own businesses. They've been around, you know, we've known what they're up to. Not Linda. It turns out Linda had, for one thing, she had a beauty treatment that that she was like what that one in a million women who had a terrible reaction to mm-hmm. and it um, disfigured her. The other thing she's only very recently talked about is that she had breast cancer. She had a double mastectomy. 
So Linda's had a terrible, terrible run, right? And she's just lost all of her confidence. She went from being the most confident, powerful 27-year-old woman in the world to being a 50-year-old woman who felt completely crushed by the world. But she's coming back in terms of confidence. But this is so great, Bags. I thought of you on watching this. And do you remember you've said to me before how you love that I say, oh, I love drag and I love RuPaul because she taught me that you can create yourself. Yes. I've always yeah, loved that yeah. about drag. Get this. Listen to what Linda said. I forgot that in RuPaul's first song, Supermodel, she name checks all these girls, these four girls, and this is what Linda said about it. This is still way before RuPaul's Drag Race, but RuPaul was a big star in the 90s. She had her first wave of success with a hit single. I have one thing to say. You better work. RuPaul is like everything. The whole life experience is about transformation. It's like, uh, you know, becoming a butterfly. He's like proof you can be anybody you want to be. When Holy the song Trinity. came out, we played it and played it and played it and played it. Something unexpected. It wasn't on my bucket list, but now I have that. That's a major honor. Mm. She's proof you can be anything. Yeah. Linda agrees, and Linda was the same. She was like the chameleon of the group. Mm. And I just bought her book. Linda has a new book out. This is how much I love Linda Evangelista. She has a new book coming out that's just photos of her with her favorite photographer. I can't wait. It hasn't arrived yet. It's in the post. Just photos, yes. no words. No. I'd love that book, I think. Yes, yeah. I'll get it for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just her, her favourite, like, you know, fashion. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. I've done paintings of her. Yeah. I love her so much. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you maybe you want to check this show out. Oh, it's For so a show good. that I don't think I – if I saw this come up on Apple TV+, Plus, <gasps> right, I don't think I would even click on it. I'd be like, oh, it's what's this shit? It's four parts, bags. Yeah. It's heaven. It's yeah. a four-part documentary about these women. I'll watch it. I will watch it after what you've just told me there. It's about I will definitely the 90s. Watch it. yep. It's about fashion. Yep. And, and can I ask <sighs> a question as a guy? Yep. What is it about fat? Because my wife mm. can be lying on her phone in bed at night and just looking at brands of clothes. Me too. Right? Like just looking at them. I love looking at a collection. I love and nothing like, more than looking at right. like, yeah, looking what at is someone's the, spring collection. Right. A show. Yeah. Oh. How come that doesn't happen for the for the um, male mind? Like I will wear a white shirt. <laughs> well, the thing is I don't wear it. I'm like, you know, I, I love how like Michael Kors wears the same outfit every day of his life. He wears jeans and a T-shirt every right. day of his life. He's, he's a he's designer. But he's designing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the art of it, is it? It is to me. To me it's the art of it. Like I, I love seeing a collection, uh, yeah, a classic. And sometimes I'll go back and I'll like look at, uh, you know, a Versace 95 spring collection mm. just to look at the the art of it. So it is almost like going to a museum in a yes. way on, on, like, and scrolling through, just looking at different uh, looking at different yeah. textures and look whatever at, you're looking at, yeah. but you're looking at it like like a piece of art. Yeah. Look that makes Gautier, more sense to me. Gautier yeah. collection, 2002 Gautier collection. Makes oh. more sense now because I've always thought, fuck, I do not get that. I yeah. don't get the scrolling of something that, like, you're not even going to buy the thing. What are, you, what are you doing? Or I'll go and look at Linda Evangelista walking in shows, yeah, no, 1993 to 97. Mm. Just watch Linda walk in show after show after show after. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because you know when you always see like Kim and Kanye or like, you know, yes, like the sitting front row to show. Right. I always think, how fucking boring sitting there just watching people walk up and down in clothes. Well, like, I'm watching I- this documentary and people are like at at, this, at some of these shows where they're those ones, where they're really close. They're yeah. like in a room. Yeah. They're in a um, in some old building in France and they're sitting on just normal chairs and like Linda Evangelista and Naomi Campbell are just walking past them. I'm mm. thinking, oh, my God. And um, John Galliano is talking about it. It was one of his shows and he's talking about, he goes, and the audience could smell Linda Evangelista's perfume and they could hear the ruffle of Naomi's skirt. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm, so dying I'm, so I'm not getting that bit. Like, are they going to do like a flip on the stage or something like that? Or like flames going to no, come out of the, you know, like doing Nickelback their style? Signature walks, Max. <laughs> their signature walks. No, I get it. I, I actually like Emily in Paris. Have you watched Emily in Paris? Why are you telling me that? Have you not watched Emily in Paris on Netflix? I fucking watched it, but what's it got to do with <laughs> well, that, what we're talking what they're, about? They're, they're, they're always talking about brands and people walking at fashion shows and all oh that kind of... Oh, my God, no. That's Isn't that... No. What, what, come on, I'm trying to... Yeah, well, to, I I'm like tr- Happy Days. I'm what's tr- that got to do with no, what we're I'm talking about? To, I'm trying to relate here. No, I'm trying not. to... Oh, that's not what fashion. we're talking about. You said France... Yep. A place in France you where they do Emily one of the- and Paris. Like, that's what close. the fuck? Like, come I on, mean, yeah, mate. I like National Lampoon's European <laughs> vacation. <laughs> like, what are you no. talking about? Okay, that's not the same. Oh, I just said Emily in Paris. It's closer to Emily in Paris than it is to a John Galliano <laughs> show featuring Linda Evangelista. Oh, come on, Fucking mate. hell. <sighs> All right, Secrets and Sparkles, if you have a secret, you know what to do by now. You just go to the link in the bio of this podcast or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page. There's a link tree there. Click on that. Record away. We change your voice so that no one knows who you are. No, we don't need that. Let's rip straight into that. Yeah. This is secret number one. So we're in a group of friends and we're doing pre-drinks. Prinks. And a friend of ours took a necklace from my other friend, pretty much stole it. And she told us that she took it because um, our girlfriend doesn't pay for any Ubers or drinks or anything like that. (laughs) She sold it on Marketplace. (laughs) And a few weeks later... The friend was like, oh, you know, I've lost my necklace. I can't find it. And the thief friend was like, oh, maybe it was that other friend that was at pre-drinks um, trying to put the blame on her. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm just not too sure if I should tell my girlfriend or not. Mm-mm. But we're not friends with the thief anymore. Mm-hmm. And my current the girlfriend that's... That lost in their quite she's a bit crazy herself, so I don't know if I should say anything. Oh girl. I think you should just stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. Keep prinking, obviously. Keep the pre- Totally. Keep the pre-drinks going. But how great are pre-drinks? Oh, look, they're essential. Yeah. They're essential. They really decide whether the night is going to be a uh, success or not. I mean, I pre-drink pre-drinks. I don't know about Do you? you. Oh my word. I mean, when I'm getting ready for Prinks, I'm prinking. Right. Yeah, yeah. So before you Uber to my joint. Yeah, yeah, I'm prinking. Uh, on your own? Yeah, oh cats. my word. Yeah, yeah, while well, I'm, well, I'm having a wine while I'm getting ready. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me you're not. I know men love a beer in the shower. I know that to be true. What men are you hanging out with? Who? How my do you brother. drink a bloody beer in the shower? My brother. Yeah, water in there. What, my what? brother introduced me to this years and years a and years ago. Shower. Yeah, he loved a beer in the shower before going out. And then since then, I've, I've known many. And I'm like, yeah, I'm unshockable about men's beers in the showers because my brother told me about that many moons ago. And wow. he, he and his mates always had a, a shower beer before going a out. Shower. Yeah. yeah. So I'm down with that. And mm. also, yeah, I have a wine as I'm getting dressed. Always, I'm never too many wines before I put my lashes on, obviously. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll prink before I before I go to prinks. And what about when it comes to, you know, you, you know someone's not paying for, like, they're, 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 they're a tight ass, right? I love do you, this. do you feel like it's okay to steal? Because, you know, <laughs> to you, get some money back, you know, like, is that okay? I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd steal, but you know how you do in a circle of friends? You do have. Oh, tight ass. Always. Friends. Yeah. And so then amongst the rest of you, you will start instituting your own little sort of justice, won't you? You will, you'll say, Oh fuck her! She never pays for anything. Yeah. About something else. Yeah. You know, you'll go. Oh, let her pay for the cab. She never pays. Or you will start between totally. the rest of you. You'll have little moments like that. We'd we'd have the mate. It'd be like maybe three or four of us out, <laughs> and then it would get to his round of drinks. Oh. And he'd always go, guys, I've, I've got to get out of here, oh, right? Yeah. And we'd all be like, well, we've just paid for fucking four or five years of drinks, mate. <laughs> like, you fucking asshole. It's your turn. And so then they've got to go. I would always – and that was his – like, he would regularly do That's that. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I would always jump on it and I'd make him go first. I'd be like, you're up first, mate, That's because you always – yeah, and then we'd get his – Would you even going. say that? I'd, no, I'd say it to his face. I'd go Chuck. Of course you would. I, Chuck's his name, actually, so I'm out yeah. of him. But, yeah, I'd just say, mate, go, you're Because I'm, I'm going to out you, but it's not a bad thing, but to say that that is Bags's act down to the ground is you will just say it to someone's face. You will just get there and go. You're a fuckwit. Yeah, excuse me, everyone. <laughs> I just want to say, Chuck, you're actually paying for the first round Yeah. because historically you <laughs> will that, sit there and have everyone else. Should I keep those thoughts in my mind? No. Because it does because you, you're cause actually, me issues. Yeah, it, look, it does, but only I've. I, I, I've noticed it only causes you issues with people you don't like. Yeah. Doesn't it yeah. tend to? I, I've decided. Well, no, because I like. I, I do friends. like Chuck. Yeah, I've lost a few. But you're uh, still friends with Chuck, right? Yeah. I mean, you say that and so, yeah. I, Actually, I, now, I, that, now I think I haven't seen him in a while. No, no you know what it is. I, what it, I know then that he will say something about me behind my back, but I think oh. I've got that part of my mind where I'm like, I'm, allow- I'm okay with that person now. Yeah, because saying shit stuff about me. Everyone else is going to go, even if they just think it in their minds. Yeah, but you are a tight ass chuck, so yeah, fair, good enough. on him. Yeah, but fair they're not, they won't do it. They won't. They won't. They'll just leave me out there. But they'll it think own. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll think. And when you say that, they'll go fucking good. Have on I, now, good now, on you now bags. That, now that you say that to my face, yeah. that you know that that's what I do. Have mm. I done that to you? Yeah, but only ever. I have done that to you, but never in a bad way. Like I don't think. I don't think I'm call outable because I don't think you've ever only we've only ever laughed about things like if yeah. you've never never in a way that I've got been embarrassed by I, I want the example of where, where no it's let's other, talk about it let's no it's talk other about people it. I just noticed like you are always I, I, I like out. that I like that you're you'll say that to people and I, I'm always like yeah actually like I like that I'm you've never done it to me I would never do it to you I don't think no, and I don't think I've ever. I've and never like been you say, you are, you're not call outable. You don't, you don't so. do things that. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, anyway. I'm certainly not a tight ass, but I like that about you. I like that you will go instead of 
saying to everyone else, Oi, let's make sure Chuck gets the first round in behind his back. You'll just say when you get to the pub, Oi, Chuck, by the way. But isn't it? You're going first because you always bail out when it's your going. I would say that I learnt that from you. <laughs> like, if I watched someone call people out, it was you in 2016 when I was working in radio. I was like, yeah. all right, this chick's fucking nuts. I love it. I'm going to follow what she's doing and yeah. I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to lorry this. Yeah, I yeah, I probably do. But is that is that a compliment though? I mean, you're complimenting so, me on yeah. it, so I'm complimenting you back. I think, I, think so. I, I think I learned that from you. I think so. I think I get it from my family yeah. too. We, we're Queensland. Pretty, yeah, Queensland, mate. No bullshit. No bullshit. That is one thing with Sydney. I don't know what Melbourne's like, but Sydney, no one's very honest, I would right. say, in the city. In a city, I think people, are, you know, if one of the things that people will say is like, oh, God, you're, you're very honest, oh. aren't you? And I'm thinking, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why can't you be honest? Yeah. Can we be real? Can we be real? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, my circle of friends, Western suburbs, mate, like we Westies, we're pretty out there. We're yeah. like- and Brisbane. Constantly, yeah. But my circle of friends, girlfriends in the West, we Western suburbs mums, we're, we're out there. They will – I'm constantly being told what's what by my friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, but yeah. But you want that, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're very real. I think if someone's not telling you what's what, you're thinking – Oh, yeah. What's wrong with you? And after my 50th, we were getting text messages from all over the neighbourhood about our behaviour. Yeah, great. Yeah. We were, That's what you want. Yeah, people were being real. At a real. 50th? People were being very real with us about our, uh, our what night What did you out. do? Look, no, nothing. Were there boobs out? No, but- Was there hoo haring in yeah, the streets? Yeah, there was a hooting and a hollering and there was there was conversation <laughs> apparently- Apparently about there's what? yeah just life and um, life and you, times. You, I can see that you hate this part of the podcast yeah. where you're like you know some of your friends like Don Don's is listening right Don and Don's. so she's going to tell. Oh no, she knows. It's not like this is news to her, but she um, but yeah, we we got text messages from men around the neighbourhood saying that the men who worked in the bar that we were at were a bit oh. traumatised and they were telling other men about the conversations they overheard and. I love it. Yeah, the things they learn. I know, you know, Sonia, yeah. who I would say would fit into that fucking group oh, very well, right? Because she's, she's yeah. you know. Yep. We were out at a bar on Saturday night mm. and uh, she was asking the bar guy whether he's cut or not. Wow. Like, have you got a circumcised dick? Yeah. And I'm, of course, sitting next to her, like, looking at him like, well, fuck. <laughs> answer I guess her, I want to know this too, Just mate. answer her, mate. It's easier. <laughs> it's going to be a lot easier yeah. if you just answer but, her. Yeah, she just got straight into a conversation, and I think that guy hated us for the rest of the Did night. He? Well, I mean, he, he probably didn't like the fact that he had to keep, he was the only bar guy there in front right. of us, had to keep serving. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, is this the kind of vibe that these well, guys would no, have had? I mean, I don't think we were asking them questions. I think they were just saying that they, they overheard a lot of conversations about sort of um, just about life, just about – I don't know. I just, I'm just saying that we got a lot of text messages from fellas around the neighbourhood saying, wow – I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard you ladies were out on Sunday night. That's on the prowl. On the prowl mm. around the neighbourhood. So, yeah, we keep it pretty real in the western suburbs. And Do you hang out you. much in the western suburbs of Sydney? Never. Okie doke. Well, so, yeah, perhaps no, that's no, an issue. No, Sonia's from the western suburbs. Well, that's what I'm saying. So she's from a uh, suburb called Seven Hills. Yeah. But I live in Neutral Bay. Yeah. And I don't really leave. Well, maybe you. I get on the ferry to go to the city, maybe which is a two-stopper. You should get on the bus. No. Nah. And go Sorry. to Seven Hills. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. Like, Why? Can we be real? It's not my vibe. The food when, at every her time parents' I drive house it, would be it, amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, Get but, out there. Get amongst it. No. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just I have no need to go that way. Oh God, it'd be good. Yeah, Get I think it, I think if I got Rudy a mor- Hill, you know, uh, no. <laughs> I think if I got a mortgage and I was out there. I'm not asking you to move there, mate. I'm saying just get amongst it for a night out. Go but I think that's the only reason. You, like, go and see the choir boys. Just I get th- out there and see the choir mate, boys. No. Just just play the No, this is sounding appealing at all. <laughs> I go to the opera these days, mate. I know, but that's because your the, wife's European. That's yeah, not know. your go. No, no, not at all. No. But I'm fucking, it's helping the brand. That's for sure. Whose brand? Mine. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rudy Hill all the way, mate. Archer. Yes. Yeah. Baby, you were always going to be the one. I'm choir boys at Rudy Hill all the way. God. <laughs> all right, here we go. Secret. Oh, how, are we, how are we filing oh, the- shit. Uh, the... I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> uh, oh, good luck you fucked. Because all your friends are mental. I mean, you've made that very clear, lady. Yeah. Secret number two. Mm. I'm dating a guy who's younger than me. He's perfect um, on paper and on the outside and does everything right in the bedroom. Ooh. He's great, uh, except he cannot come unless he is slapping me, pulling my hair, spitting on me. Is this a generational porn desensitization issue or is there some kind of personality thing going on here? I'm going to need to know how old he is if we're going to talk generational. But she doesn't sound old. She doesn't sound old, but I'm I'm going to need to put it in my own frame of reference. But um, I don't think it's generational, is it? Um, no, I don't think it's generational. I think that's just spitting. His, I think that's his kink. It's his spitting. I mean, I understand anal is generational. Everyone thinks anal's just just part of a basic service these days, and I get that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> spitting I don't I didn't I wasn't aware that spitting made it into the basic yeah. service um oh, look that's news to me if spitting's made it in I mean guys well you're gonna well, have to bring I, me up to speed look, here I, I, you're I, mar- you're, you're I, married I'm married and I'm also a very uh very boring you're person a basic bitch, in, in the, in, in, like I'm missionary mate I don't say that well let's be honest so but I'm just when you when you're looking <laughs> when you're looking at me for like you know like Ugh, no I'm, one I'm, is I'm, no I'm, one just so I you don't know, know. Not, I don't know so what's going know. on here so when someone's saying they're spitting and they're hitting I'm like just so you know I'm boring can I just take that pressure off you and let you know that neither Matthew nor I is looking at you for Okay. For sex advice. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to alleviate you of that stress. Okay, great. Because okay. I, I felt relax. the pressure there when you eyeballed me and said, like, what do you think, guys? And I was like, That's well. That's very different to what you thought it was, okay? What do you think, guys? Are you guys up to this? No. No, that's no. Mm. Um, yeah, you can relax. Matthew, <laughs> do you just because you're the spit? youngest. No, well, you're the youngest and she's asking a very specific question about is this a generational issue? As far as you know... Has spitting made mm. it into the basic service? Nah, not in the basic service. Not and basic. not hitting. Not, not hitting. What else was basic. Pulling, pulling hair. And when I say hitting, I'm not saying, you know, going a few rounds in the <laughs> ring, but I'm saying like a bit of a bit of a little slap and tickle. Yeah. No, I don't it's think not your basic service. No, I, I wouldn't call any of it a generational thing. No. no. Spitting not but in your basic por- service. Actually, she brought up the porn thing though. Yeah. Access to porn now. Yes. For 18-year-olds. Uh, 15, That's whatever. why anal what? has made it into the basic service because in basic porn, it's you Just know blowjob, basic sex, anal sex. That's I don't think standard. Um, you're, you've got to talk into the. Mic. I don't think that is basic service. Matthew, Do you think that's basic you've service? Got to put bags? that into your basic service, Matthew. Anal. Yeah, you've got to get it into the basic service. That's no longer an extra. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not really. Uh... You girls, you girls have really <laughs> got to step up your basic service. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? The old uh, anal. <laughs> don't. Is, I don't know. You've taken it too far. What do you mean? Well, I'm not. Com- I'm not commenting on whether or not it's good. I'm just saying it's made it into the base. Google it. It has made it into the basic yeah, service. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's totally in the basic service now. And what, what a lot I mean, of people okay, complain I, I, about I wasn't that. meaning is it good as in do you like it? Right. I mean, is it, is it good? That it's made it in. No, is it good? Like as in uh, is it enjoyable? Well, then you are asking me if I like it because that's yeah. a completely subjective well, okay. question. No, okay, it's so a roundabout what, what, way. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, nice try, mate. Get, <laughs> no, no, patch no, Danny in. No, patch Danny. No, hang on, hang on. Okay, what I'm saying patch is Danny. when girls get together. This is an HR. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay, sorry about this. Mm-hmm. But when girls get together, are they like, how great is anal? Or are they like, oh, Sometimes. how shit is anal? That's, that's a better way of doing it, right? Sometimes. And pegging is like. Is is a conversation, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, it's a it's a term that's mm. made it into our vocab. That's for those of you who don't know, and I'm not going to, I'm not pointing at anyone, bags, but I'm just saying that pegging is when um, you get a strap on, put on, and then you, yeah, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 cross pegging, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's when, yeah, you, you have get, you get pegged by your wife upon your husband or your partner. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, it's in your look. It's in a lot of people's basic services. Mm. I mean, I know people who just save it for special occasions, birthdays, and that. A pegging. <laughs> or either way. Yeah, right. But, you know. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, mate. <laughs> happy anniversary, that sort of stuff. You know, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Easter? Oh, no. That's a bit of a low rent. No. It's a long weekend Father's too. Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> okay, no. That's oh, a, it's a hard one. Yeah, okay. I mean, and <laughs> Easter, Easter is a long weekend. So, it's like when are we going Good Friday, Easter Sunday? It's hard to know. <laughs> All right, uh, how are we filing that one? Oh gosh, um, good luck. Um, do you want the? Do you want the? Well, good luck. You fucked. I mean, is appropriate because you are, and yeah. also, um, you got to talk to your partner about this stuff. I, I don't like the spitting. I'm like, don't spit on me, mate. Yeah. Don't spit on me. I'll cop just about anything, but don't spit on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's a non-negotiable with me. <laughs> no. Uh, this is secret number three. Hey, so I I got this little secret. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's. I'm scared. It's this little habit that I developed. Oh God! Basically, the first time that I farted around my ex-girlfriend, um, she was like dry reaching and shit, <laughs> carrying on about it. Oh God! And she was like, "Bloody hell, man! Your farts smell like Bigfoot's dick." <laughs> and then she goes on. To say that my clothes stink like fart and that I've stunk the whole laundry out (laughs) and refused to put my clothes in the wash with hers. So we did separate, we ended up doing like separate loads, washing our clothes separately. And she gave me a massive complex about farting. And I basically pretty much ended up too paranoid to fart with my pants on. What I started doing was every time I felt the need to fart, I have to run to the toilet and sit on the toilet and fart into the bowl. (laughs) Then I sort of jump up and close the lid real quick and flush the fart before it has a chance to sort of stick to my clothes. Oh my I don't think you can close the lid that quickly. Oh, I suppose if you train yourself, like he's you yeah, gotta, you gotta yeah. really get it's it down. Dangerous. Quick. It's very dangerous. And at my place, you could decapitate a cat. 
because they're very inquisitive. Yeah. Um, also, can you flush a fart? I don't know. I mean, he's the expert, this yeah. bloke. This is the sort of bloke that makes you think, how am I single? <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. It's like, this bloke yeah. had a girlfriend. How am yeah. I single? Farting. Really, I mean, we've spoken about this before, we but it, it really isn't that bad. It can't be. It's can like, you be shamed into, like... We have to loosen up. It's like, it can't be this bad, guys, because... It, it's meant to happen. It's meant to happen. It just happens. You can't yeah. help it. And my mum, I've told you before, she she shames us about farting really badly. And um, <laughs> she would love this guy. She would love a person who, who goes to the toilet and farts in the bowl and is so ashamed. She would love him. I imagine he's it would be so noisy as well. He's everything she wanted her children to be, this bloke. Yeah. She would love it if we did that. Because it would like the, the porcelain, it would be very... Oh, so noisy. But his girlfriend's not worried about the noise. It's the smell she can't... She's dry reaching. <sighs> How do you file this one? First of all, he sounds like an absolute fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like an alpha bloke. Doesn't he? He does. He sounds like he's, he's from that show, Alpha Blokes. Um, it's perfectly understandable that he got he, – he just ended up with some kind of PTSD from this former girlfriend. Mm. And I hope he's found a perfect lid for his pot, you know. Yeah. I hope he's found another partner who just allows him to fart and be a natural guy <laughs> because he can't help it and – Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is secret number four. Hi, Michelle. Hi. I love your podcast. Thank Basically, you. I had a breakup a few months ago. Oh. Um, I was with this guy for a bit over a year and found out he was cheating on me. Um, so ever since the breakup, I have been using his email to sign up to Bible scriptures <laughs> and other annoying spam emails. <laughs> And um, I ordered a Jehovah's Witness visit to his house. <laughs> just little minor inconvenient things to piss him off. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love it. That's just filed straight forward under I love it. Yeah. Um, just, just annoying. Like yeah. not, not brutal, not dangerous. Totally. God, annoying. And just enough to have him thinking, how is this happening? Well... What I love about this podcast is that there's been a lot of people that have annoyed me in life <laughs> and I get great ideas. Yeah. Like, that's a brilliant idea. It really is. Because it's so is. innocent. And also, he's obviously such a lazy dipshit that he's, like, let her have his email address for, at some point yeah. to do a job for him mm. to, like, you know, and never occurred to him to change the password mm. or, you know. Here she is. She could be doing really bad shit with that, but she's choosing not to. Mm. She's just annoying him, just niggling him. Love it. Good on you, girl. But I hope at some stage you just completely forget about him. And, again, that's a great point. find a fantastic lid for your pot. You are staying focused on this person, aren't yes. you, by doing these actions? Yes. Yeah. So hopefully you'll, you know, at some point you'll realise, oh, God, I've forgotten all about that guy. I remember mm. I used to do these funny things. And then, I don't know, at some point I just forgot about him and... Got into another great relationship. If you've got a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page and click on the link tree there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now, if you are a super fan of Can We Be Real, you can actually join our closed Facebook group. Uh, Just search Can We Be Real on Facebook and we'll invite you into the group or go to the link in the bio as well of this podcast and uh, jump in there and you can chat, you can put up posts, memes, whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's really fun. Thank you so much to everyone who's in there. And it's good when you give us ideas as well, which Mm. we're using and we'll be giving some shout outs shortly. And uh, we were chatting the other day about Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift who are just tormenting Joe Jonas, which is super fun to watch. Yeah, so explain to me what's going on here. Cause you, so, you, I saw you put this up. Sophie Turner is Joe Jonas's estranged wife. Right. She, of course, is Sansa Stark. That's how I will always know her from Game of Thrones. And so there's lots of great memes going around at the moment, such as, well, you know, to the effect of the North remembers. The North remembers. That is the meme from Game of Thrones. Were you a Game of Thrones no, nerd? No. I am a massive Game of Thrones nerd, mm-hmm. and every house, every royal house on Game of Thrones had their own, uh, you know, saying, their own crest or whatever. Like um, Winter is coming. Winter. Well, that was also from from the North. That was from her house, from the Starks, and uh, the, you know, uh, Lannister always pays his debts. Was another great one. I always say that to my kids. <laughs> Lannister always pays his debts. And uh, but the North remembers is uh, about the fact that we will never forgive Joe mm-hmm. Jonas for mm-hmm. what he has done to Sansa mm-hmm. Stark. So he married Sophie Turner, and uh, I mean that was always a bad idea. But she was very young; they were both very young, and then they had kids straight away. And how soon are we talking? Within th- the first within, year? Yeah, I think so. I think they had their first baby within three years of meeting. Okay. That's not that wild, is it? It seems pretty wild. Maybe it seems wild because they're famous. Yeah. Um, I think she's still only sort of about 26 or something. Mm. And now they have two kids. And because they were, of the nature of their work, they're oftentimes in different countries. He's touring America at the moment. Sure. She's been working in England acting. And so, of course, the kids have to be away from a parent in a different continent to one of their parents for months on end. And he's had the kids with him on tour while she was in England, which is something that he has tried to weaponize against her through TMZ. All of a sudden, he um, filed for divorce against Sophie Turner while she was in the UK and made sure that the gossip tabloids found out that he had been taking care of the two children. Right, okay. While their mother was uh, in another country mm. and then, the, you know, amazingly photos of her partying were mm. leaked to the press. Mm. So, of course, you know, it's very gendered, um, you know. Still, we can't quite get our heads around the idea that a mother would be away from her kids and she might be drinking and working. It's, it's not even wild. 
It's not wild at, at all. all. At all. And of course, you know, yes, he's got the two kids, but he's also got the nannies and all that kind of stuff. And he's one of the parents. Like, sure. Big fits. Yeah. In the middle of this, it sort of never caught on. Like the minute these stories got out there that, oh, Sophie's like in England working and partying a bit with her castmates and, mm. and all that immediately the world is such a different place now that there was this huge backlash where people did fire up and go, so fucking what? She's working. Mm. He's also a parent. Mm. Who cares? Why are you trying to make something out of it? So it actually reflected really badly on him immediately. People immediately said, I reckon he's leaking these stories. He's trying to make her look bad. This was even before he filed for divorce. Mm. It started this rumour mill that he must be going to file for divorce. He's trying to make her look bad. Next minute, he filed for divorce. So it's actually played really badly for him. Mm. Next thing we know, there's these amazing paparazzi shots of Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift looking gorgeous, just going out for dinner together. Like, what? What? Don't forget, Taylor Swift is an ex of Joe Jonas. Of Joe Jonas. Okay, so. And who, she wrote a song about him. Like they were together right. when they were 16 or something. Yeah. She wrote one of her famous. Well, all of her songs are about exes, right, but, aren't they? But she wrote one of her earliest famous love songs, heartbreak songs about Joe Jonas because he dropped her in like a 13-second phone call or something. 13 seconds. Yeah, it was one of Brutal. Her, it was one of her early yeah. songs about it. And so she's obviously rung up Sophie and gone. Oh, oh so you think Taylor's made the phone call? Oh, 100%. Cold called? Yes. Never met her before. Just I like, doubt it because I doubt she'd be hanging out with Joe Jonas. So she's gone to the manager and said, get me yeah. Taylor Swift. Uh, get me Sophie this, Turner. Her number. Ring her up and see if she wants to shit Joe Jonas. Yeah. Within 13 seconds, yeah. she said that. Do you want to shit Joe? <laughs> if he, you, want, you want to really shit him? Yeah. Let's go out for dinner. Yeah. And Sophie's gone, oh. Fucking great idea. Oh, Yes. And they've done it twice. Yeah. They've gotten beautifully dressed up and just walked across the street <laughs> together and into a restaurant. Had a little doop doop dee num 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 num. I feel like there would have been a lot of conversation and not much food going everyone on. Everyone says. Then there's like literally millions of comments across the internet going, oh, my God, imagine the conversation. Yeah. Oh, I'd give anything to hear that conversation. The whole world of us yeah. twice. Oh, imagine what they're saying. Meanwhile, old dipshit over the, at his concert going, oh, God, oh, God, I can't counteract that. What can you do? What can you – it's so brilliant. Yeah. Taylor Swift, man, she is she is the maestro of psychological warfare. So, And she's had to be as well, right? Like with the – Oh, absolutely. With her life, you know, like – Absolutely. It, Everyone I, comes I respect her. With, with, with Spotify and she, – Oh, Scooter Braun, yeah. Kim Kardashian. She's just Kanye a, West. Everyone comes for Taylor. Donald Trump. Yeah. Everyone comes for Taylor. Yeah, have you watched she, that documentary? With, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's had to find her inner bitch and really let it out. Inner bitch. And I'm saying or bitch it, because yeah. she's the smart, and I'm saying that in a positive way. Yeah. Her like inner, in, a, in a. You can call it goddess if you want, if, if bitch offends you, but I obviously am using it in a positive no, yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. In saying you're smart, yeah. powerful. Warrior, yeah, inner warrior. There we go. That's it. I'm not scared of saying bitch. No, no, I'm no. Saying, I, I, you know, like, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll be yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Fine. I don't think that's her natural persona. Totally. I don't think she's a person who goes around thinking, oh, okay, how can I, you know, make a statement against this person? But I think that she gets pushed, and people call her out mm -hmm. all the time, and mm -hmm. so she goes, oh, okay, okay. I guess I have to now stand up and 
retaliate. Yep. I think men have a killer instinct in yeah. their and this is and so do, the equal to that so do of we. the killer instinct, right? So it's do just we, the but, killer instinct. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, I think she, she, I think, tends to be reacting. I think she doesn't tend to start it, but she finishes it, put yeah. it that way. You know what I mean? She's happy to finish it. She is happy to finish it mm. and she... And she is smart enough and talented mm. enough to finish it generally. Mm. I certainly would not call her out, put it that way. I wouldn't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. um, but and then so at that time, certainly when they went out for their second dinner, Joe Jonas was holding on to the passports of their children and not allowing the children to travel back to England with mm. their mum, which was where they were supposed to be all moving to. So she was trying to stick to the plan. She was like, Oi, we were house shopping in England. Mm. I just want to stick to the plan. He was like, No. No, actually, plans changed. Mm. Now that we're breaking up, I want the kids to stay in America and I'm holding on to their passports. Mm. So since then, things have changed. She has gone back to America. She is now in New York City with her children and they're working on how they're going to parent. But I think Taylor kind of helped her blow it up and helped her... Expose it. Expose it yeah. and get it to a point where at least she's with her kids, mm. Sophie is. What a selfless thing to do, right? <sighs> like, Because so. she's not really having... She doesn't have to be involved Mate, in that. Mate, it's got... Yeah, it's yeah, got nothing just, to do with her. She's just helping her sister out. And also, yeah, absolutely. Could have backfired. Could have... It's a big... It's a big fight to get into. That's because got people could have said, hey, you. why don't you just back off totally. and leave this alone, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it hasn't worked that way at all. <laughs> yeah, and plus Taylor's- Has there been a bit of that kind no, of commentary? No. Yeah. I think there's, because Joe was being such a prick, mm. um, such an obvious prick and trying to make Sophie look like a bad mum, which was such a shit thing to do and such an old school thing to do. Do you think this, the, 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 the Johnny Depp heard- documentary that's come so. out right yeah has that made people a little bit more aware as to how some the of tricks. this goes well, in the hollywood world mm. how it can play out like of course we always used to read our magazines and be like well that's what's going on i think so you know now that you say that i think so because for Everyone's one a bit thing more like, hang on a sec for one thing johnny depp really weaponized tmz and i think that maybe you're right maybe that the fact that joe jonas was using tmz I think same similar tactics. Absolutely similar tactics. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's why people immediately went. Hang on hang a sec. On. No, we're not. We're not buying it. Mm. Not for a single second. All of a sudden, what? They've got all these photos of her partying. They're the outlet that's got all this bad stuff about her. This sounds very familiar. You know, right at the moment where you're not wearing your wedding ring on stage, Joe Jonas. Wow, this is interesting. And then, boom, he files for divorce. No. Can I also it. defend Joe Jonas here for a moment? You can try. Because, no, I'm not, joking. Not, no, 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 no. What, I was no, pretending my, to be a bitch. Because no, no, yeah. <laughs> I feel, I'm going to sound a little bit nutty here, mm. but I feel like there's a massive shift going on at the moment where people are putting up with what they've been fed for a long time, mm. right? Joe Jonas is a young guy. Mm. Was there someone around him giving him advice to do this, yeah. right? That's from the old establishment where this Probably. is- So therefore kids- he, he goes, I'll follow your fucking lead because yeah, you have been making me money for the last five, 10 years or whatever. They do these you know, things yeah. through TMZ. It's backfired on him. And that, well, that's what I mean by defending Joe here. At the end of the day, he had to agree to do it. So he's still a fuckwit. Yeah. But the thing is- 
it's the fact that the world and people are more, they're smarter, they're more educated, they're researching, they're working things out. They're not just believing the media or what, you know, a few people say. Yeah. And so these old people are getting fucked over. You know, it's something like, you and I talk about, isn't it? Is all it happening? The time. Like, am I a little bit I nutty? I don't think you're nutty. I think it is these two speeds that are really <laughs> so becoming clearer and clearer, isn't it? Mm. The old school. Yeah is becoming so much more obvious now. Yeah. It's like he his tactics were like glaringly obvious, whereas when Johnny Depp was using them five years ago, no one really mm. realised. No one got it. Everyone yeah. was sceptical. I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe she is nuts. I don't know. Mm. Whereas now he looked straight away sus. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner go out to dinner together and everyone goes, well, there you go. Mm. You know, they look fresh, honest. Mm. When you've got this other woman who clearly just steps in and goes, that's bullshit. Mm. They are full of shit. I'm going to step in by the side of this young woman Mm. who I am not friends with, but I'm going to defend her. This is bullshit the way this young woman is being treated. Mm. It looks honest. It looks authentic. It yep. looks real. And the Jonas situation looks like old school show business bullshit. Hiding, manipulation. Old tactics. Old tactics. Yeah, you're right. It does these two I love, speeds. The, the of- reason why I love this as well so much is because these people that are up the top, at the they're still there. They think they're so smart. Right. But the world is, be- the, the people yes. are becoming smarter than these people and they don't know what the fuck to do now. And because the Jonases have been around forever, they would, they probably do have the, you know, the old lawyers. Yeah, of course. The old that's why, that's why agents, I, I was, the old managers. Yeah, like that's why I do look at Joe and I go, hang on a sec, mate. Maybe you just took the wrong advice from yeah. the wrong people and maybe you need to, to fire some people now. Yeah. Maybe you need to get rid of that fucking old system around you. If that's what's happened. Just be real. You know? Yeah. And think about when someone is giving you advice right now, think for yourself, is that the right thing to do? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. just because this old bastard around you is trying to make sure that you keep your money okay. Yeah. And say, this is what we do in this situation. Yeah. Oh, well, is that the right thing to do for your kids, your family? Like, yeah. We make her look crazy. We make her look like a drunkard. We make her look like a... A loose unit over there. Yeah. That's what you do. Mm. Why is it what you do? How about we just be decent? But you can imagine those conversations as well and how much pressure there'll be on him. If you don't do this, mate, you're fucked. Yeah. It's it's very hard though because in real terms, and I know we'll have listeners who can relate to this, they are an American man and an English woman Mm. who are divorcing with two very young children and she wants to go home to England where her family is. And he wants to stay in America where his family is. Mm. How do you do that? I mean, we've all known families who have lived sure. through that. Yeah. That is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They've got a lot more money than most of us have, so I guess there's a, just a lot of flights in their future, but it's still a really shit one. All right, well, that is it for today's episode. Of course, if you'd like to join our brand-new closed Facebook group, just search Can We Be Real on Facebook. You can also go to the link in the bio. If you have a secret that you want to share with Michelle, uh, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page. Follow us on TikTok, uh, and we will see you, see next, you next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.